Welcome to Caribbean Millennials. Welcome to episode 92 of the Caribbean Millennials podcast. Um, I am very happy to start this week's episode by introducing a phenomenal guest, our first guest of 2021. We have my cousin, dear friend, spirit sister, Premika Leo. Um, Here with us. Say hey, Premika. Hey. <laughs> um, Premika is joining us from the lovely Canada. Um, she is of Guyanese um, descent, at least on my dad's side, but she can tell you a little bit more about her. Um, she has done like so much in the creative um, space, but she is also an intuitive psychic. So on this episode, we're going to be diving into witch things, as uh, Permika and I kind of called it, just kind of giving a, um overview of things like astrology, the moon and planets and, and tarot. And we'll Today, see. I find that why Mercury is always in Gatorade. <laughs> yes, hopefully. <laughs> Um, so Premika, kick us off. Uh, is there anything else you'd like to tell the people about yourself and how is your week this week? Oh God. Uh, <laughs> I don't even know what to talk about anymore because I feel like <laughs> this whole pandemic is just like beat the crap out of me. <laughs> so sometimes like, I'm like, what is my week? Like, I can't even remember. Um, but hi, Kirby Millennials. Uh, I've been a fan for... I guess it's the birth of it. Yeah, 2018. Um, yeah. yeah, and so it's kind of crazy to be part of it now in such a creative and cooperative way. That's the way I like it. So thanks for bringing me on, guys. Thanks for coming. Um, Welcome. Thanks. Adani, how's your week been? Oh, it's been a week. It's been a week. <laughs> Damn. <Yep. laughs> Because you went back to teaching this week, right? Um, well, I went back to seeing kids this week in person. Mm. Doesn't mean he taught. That way. <laughs> oh, you just saw them? You didn't teach? Oh, no, I taught, but they were closer than they were before a few months ago, you know, online. Mm. But did they learn? Ah, uh, well, that's on them. Exactly. <laughs> I'm not at fault. You can bring the donkey to the well. Mm-hmm. And the rest of that proverb. I don't know who came up with that. That doesn't make any sense. How is donkey going to drink from a well? Why wouldn't it? A well is deep. Oh, it's... No, it's not bring it to a well. It's bring it to the water. Okay. Right. You can bring a that horse is... to the water, but you can't make them drink. Okay, sure. Whatever. I'll probably for a lot of things if you haven't realized. Like yesterday, we had a big argument as to who came up with the idea that one year in human years equals seven years in dog years. Obviously, the dogs told us. Which dog? Why did we just go with it? The why did no one question it? He was like, please, humans, know this about us before I lose my voice. <laughs> wow. One is to seven. Roof, 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 roof. And those were the last words he said. <laughs> He could have been. He could have been giving them a recipe for something. 
I suggest to get that one to seven years. Didn't even listen to the rest of the statement. So yeah. One part flower. I have been I have been researching this extensively to figure out if it is true. He refuses to believe that our six year old dog is would be a forty two year old or yeah, forty two year old human. Excluding Charlie from this. <laughs> I do not believe that one in human years is equal to seven in dog years. You need to ask Charlie about it. If That should give you an idea. Said. Now, the fact that I'm thinking about it should give you an idea as to how my week went. I believe it for my dog. There's a maturity after like a year and a half that I could see that they're a teenager now. Okay. Yeah, okay. I told him that. I told him like at the end of one year, they've like gone through puberty already so it's like they'd be a teenager you know, guys i'm going to keep researching this i will have an answer for you by the end of the year a definitive answer once and for all okay Mark my words. um and that's why all dogs go to heaven <laughs> <laughs> um i've i mean i've just had i've had a decent week i was just kind of adjusting to being back at work full time um and then I've been working on my yoga challenge. So I've been trying to do yoga every day for the month of January, just to kind of get back on track. And Can you float yet? No, I cannot. You're not, you're not yoga in hard enough then. But um, Premika's mom knows how to float, so I, I need can to maybe get, get some tips. <laughs> she says that. She's like, I know how to fly. <laughs> I feel like I can teleport. I just haven't unlocked that part of my brain yet. So. No, uh, all right so let's get into it right so everywhere you kind of turn these days especially on social media you're seeing somebody talk about <laughs> i'm a cancer <laughs> <laughs> that's what they say or they're like oh it's new moon in this or mercury is in Gatorade. or um they need to get their chakras aligned chakras aligned or the planets are aligned and it almost feels like there are more people online saying that they like do this stuff, right? So I think before we dive into it, I, I was gonna say it at the go into it at the end, but um those kinds of things have been taboo in a sense, right? Like would you not say people kind of witches burn them <laughs> I assume that's what they did back then. Um, yeah, so there's, like, in the past, I believe, like, this kind of fear, right, of of what is not known and, and I mean, in Tinusha, we say, oh, what gadgeting you, you do in there. And, I mean, even across all of the Caribbean islands, there's this concept of um, – voodoo witchcraft but also like a connection with nature right so why um not look to the stars um premika um i believe and you can correct me even from like our side of the family i know our aunts and stuff used to pull i think it's called jan and patri for their kids when they were born yeah so I would say in the Caribbean nations where there is more of a Hindu influence, um, astrology, uh, Vedic astrology is very important because, you know, um, I remember when I got married and mm-hmm. my spouse's side is Hindu and they wanted to 
do the, the Hindu wedding, we had to do the Vedic astrology to see if we were even compatible and to see what like day we could get married on. Um, but sidereal or Vedic astrology is different from like pop astrology. Mm-hmm. So um, that is more utilized there. Um, I can't speak about other nations. Like I know uh, Bahamians don't really talk about astrology. Mm-hmm. So um, I've never heard my aunts talk about astrology. Right. So I'm sure I can make them do that first. See if it's compatible, you know, what day we should get married on. Oh, because oh. I knew. Um, <laughs> I knew. You knew, okay. Yeah. Right. My ancestors told me. Right. <laughs> um, so, Prem, do you kind of want to give us an explan- explanation of, like, astrology, like, for beginners and astrological charts and that kind of thing because I mean so many people have gotten used to identifying just with I'm a Taurus and that's it but there's so much more to it yeah there is a lot to astrology even like I say pop astrology because there is traditional astrology which is very difficult for me to personally comprehend um so I would say that I functional function as a tropical western astrologer um, and all I can say is that like, it's, it's a circle, right? So you're taking mm-hmm. all the signs, there's 12 of them, um, and you're taking the circle and you're dividing it by 12. So that means that each sign gets 30 degrees and then there is 12 houses and the houses are kind of the permanent part. And the Zodiac sign is kind of what moves around the charts, uh, depending how you were born how you were born you know that was a weird thing to say <laughs> when you were born mm-hmm. and then the, the way the planets fall under that would be like your natal chart but there's different types of charts because the planets are always moving and so you kind of want to have an idea of what your chart looks like to see how like for example everyone always talk about mercury retrograde but where is it falling in your chart and how mm-hmm. does that affect you so that's my job <laughs> i'm gonna go in and i figure that out for you so, um, since that has been the... Am I going to get a red today? Are you going to... Do you want to get red today? Hell yeah. All right. I have a question. Mm-hmm. Where does this fall with the farmer's almanac? Oh, bro. <laughs> I love that question. Oh, oh. Good question. That is that, a really good that, question. <laughs> that was the first foray into astrology for me. Right, yes. Grand, granny and granddad had a farmer's almanac, and they used to look at it when they would plant, and used to have all mm-hmm. these other cool things in it. So yeah, you have like days. What day to cut your hair? Yeah. Like, yeah, my mom always used to make us go cut our hair based on the. What mood. day to raise a cow? What day to clean a sheep? What day to put a pig? And what day to plant cocaine? Like everything. <laughs> <laughs> was just in that. I don't know how they fit it in there, but it was in that book. Oh, my God. I actually have never opened a farmer's almanac in my life. Uh, But there are different types of almanacs, and astrologers do use as much as they can get um, to make their own decisions. So I I, I don't want to speak of something I don't know too much about. But you can kind of do the same thing um, as a pop astrologer just looking at uh where the planets are again like within your own chart but you can apply that to your business like you Mm -hmm. have the the birth of your business 
I can read for that and give you more information. Um, pets, houses, like buildings, they all have charts. You just need to know mm. as much information. Um, okay. Just got to give me as much information as you have. <laughs> so since Mercury in Gatorade, as the guys like to call it, is <laughs> a big thing, Should oh. do we want to start with Mercury in our charts or do we want to start Premika giving an overview of sun, moon, and rising. Or it does, or you lead the way. Uh, what do you guys, I don't know, you keep asking about Mercury Gatorade. So. Okay, <laughs> well, so, we, the guys want to know so why about is Mercury, Mercury always in Gatorade? <laughs> okay, okay. So this actually has to, so when you look up at the sky and you see Mercury in the sky, there's a point where it looks like it's moving backwards. Whoa, okay. you can do that. So hold on, hold on. <laughs> You don't need an astrologer to do that. You can just yeah. look up in the sky and track it, and then you'll see that it looks like it's looping back. I've never right. seen Mercury in the sky. Have you looked for Mercury in the <laughs> sky? Yeah. How do you look in the sky? Like, I know in St. Lucia, yeah, like, really clear stars, but have I you ever often. tried to figure out what's in your sky? <laughs> I look often, and I just know Orion's belt and the Big Dipper and the Little Dipper. That's all I know right now. So you'll have to reference Mercury from that point. Okay. Well, yeah. <laughs> I'm sure there's an app for that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so let's pretend that we have seen Mercury. So you see, when you look at it, it looks like it's going backwards. Yes. So that time, that period that it looks like it's traveling backwards is Mercury retrograde. Okay. And depending on what constellation it's under, um, like right now we have Mercury retrograde from January 30th to February 19th-ish, and that's under the sign of Aquarius. So you would look at your chart, and you would say, like, where is Aquarius? Like, I have Anushka's right here. Where is Mars? So Aquarius is uh, in her fifth house. So I would say um, children, right? Maybe this is not a good time to beat your kid i don't know like <laughs> 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 was on edge like he held his breath <laughs> like, oh, like, <laughs> I was like don't say what i think you're gonna say tell your kid choose which belt okay time for them to have children that's what you said no do not say that it's a good time for him to plant the seed that's that's what you're saying I would say think about it. I would say think about it. Um, but like it's maybe about the communication. So let's say um, there was a child. The communication oh, between you and your child. child. Wow. Oh my gosh. And I would just say, for example, oh my gosh. <laughs> no, um, but let's slow it down though, Premika, right? Because yeah. Mercury is the planet of communication, right? That's yeah. right. So uh, so if the planet of communication is in retrograde and Mercury for you individually is in your fifth house, that's where the retrograde is potentially going to affect you. Yes. Yeah, so like looking at Adani's, Adani's is in seventh house, which is like marriage contract. So that's really big communication. Oh, um, so don't so try you, and get married in that time. <laughs> well, don't fight with your partner. Don't try to. So it's like business contracts as well. So Try to be careful with your business contracts. I like that. Um, all right. All right. That makes that good to know. Good to yeah. know. But that's for this particular period of January 30th right. to February. So, like, let's say later in the year when Mercury grows, goes in retrograde. If, it, if it's in retrograde in um, 
another house. In another, another house, yes. In exactly. another planet, right? So let's say if Mercury is retrograde in Uranus, you look for where Uranus is, Girl, what house no. it's in. <laughs> where is Uranus? Girl, no. <laughs> um, not the planet. The, the, oh, the sorry, house. I messed it up. If Mercury is in a retrograde... Uranus in like, like Aries. In Aries, in the yeah. sign. Sorry, yeah. sorry, so sorry. In the sign of Aries, you would go and look and see where Aries well, is. Aries in is in your house, yeah. Yes, okay. what house is it? Exactly, precisely. How many houses? So what's Vernon's? So Vernon's is in Aquarius in his second house of money and personal finance. God damn it, don't make any big purchases. Exactly. Okay, so it's... make them before then. Okay, cool. Outside. You have a few days. I have a few days. Yeah, but keep in mind, Vernon, you have like five planets already in Aquarius right now. I mean, that applies to everyone right now. Um, so there's a lot of tension already happening in your house of Aquarius. So already in that that area of your life. I'm a complex individual. Everyone's very complex in Aquarius this year. So just take it easy. Okay, okay. <laughs> Adani, you were asking a question. I was asking how many houses are there? There are 12. Okay, so the same number of months. No, it's the degree. So it works. Is it the chart? Yeah, is take it sixty and divide divided by thirty. Twelve. By twelve, yeah. you get thirty degrees. So each house is like thirty, 30 degrees. degrees. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like a little. I know Yeah, you're doing really good. <laughs> you're picking up on this fast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> where where in his chart does it say that he would pick up on this fast? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like looking at his chart. I'm like, well, <laughs> there's like two places, like his ninth, eighth house, twelfth house. There's no, wow. like, there's no planets in there. Although you do have Sag in twelfth, which is very interesting. Okay. okay, okay, I'm ready for this. <laughs> interesting. Okay, so should we? So where do you, where do we? So we all know our sun signs, right? So. Should we go? Well, first move? I wanted to, I want to okay. do a disclaimer because I know in different Caribbean cultures you don't want to share this stuff publicly. Someone got oh, true. Yeah. Yeah. Someone and I think that's a good thing to talk about. Um, because someone could do like phobia on you, or they like for me like now I can see your personality. I can read you like a book, and I know how to make you tick. Mm-hmm. Like it's okay. all here in front of me, right? Um, and assuming that the chart was accurate and that I could read accurately enough. Like, you don't want to give that to the wrong person. That's why, like, on, like, my Instagram, you never actually hear me tell you what my sign is. Like, I've kind of said there's a lot of aqua in my chart, but I've never said where, why, how. Mm-hmm. For, okay. For a reason. So, um, for privacy's sake, you guys can let me know how far you want me to go. And well, um, just like when Obia <laughs> becomes a factor, right? I do not need. what your grandmother do yeah, to protect you. Exactly, you know? that's what I want to say. Your grandmother <laughs> exactly. like exactly. So I don't need anybody knowing the secret that have to go around that. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> well, and, and Daddy, what we can do is talk about the ah. Uh, the very obvious things about you that that, that people cannot help but just they just see it clear as day so you got sun and rising in leo which tells me a lot (laughs) that's how i reacted when i saw it i was like oh 
You sound excited. Uh, <laughs> That's one way to say it. Even that response is very sun and rising in Lido. But the funny thing is there, you, you have your, uh, you got your south node in your first house. So first house, uh, your Leo and your rising are in your first house of self. So this is how people see you, how you want people to see, uh, whatever, interpret to you. Um, and this is how your ego kind of sees um, yourself. But you also have your um, south note there, which is things that you need to let go of. So you need to let go of that like sense of self because you've already kind of finished that cycle in a previous life, possibly. And you need to embrace, um, sorry, you need to embrace uh, the opposite, which is Aquarius. And that's where your north node is. So when you have someone like a, re- like a rebel sign, like Aquarius, opposite you want to attain that in your life that's your destiny you gotta kind of embrace the crazy weird things you don't really want to embrace find an aquarius friend outside the box yeah i always tell that to anushka i'm like find an aquarius friend add some more aquarius in your life and she goes oh god i think that's no offense but you guys are a little strange i know i know total alien (laughs) <laughs> okay, so what else you can tell us about Adani? Uh, so Adani, you got a lot of focus on yourself, uh, your personal money, and in your sixth house of like, kind of like Virgo tendencies of like perfectionism. Those are like big themes of your life. Well, she's good. <laughs> <laughs> well, like I look at, I look at where like you have a stellium first of all in your second house of personal money and like personal materialness you got uh explain what a stellium is so a stellium is so this varies amongst different astrologers but i always say three or more personal planets in a house and um vernon you also have one in a different area of life uh but you have yours in virgo in the second house of money which tells me that uh you're very aggressive about your own money you know how to talk about money and like <laughs> you know how money makes you feel because you got that uh venusian venus energy in there as well like it really just makes it's just like the luxury maybe that you're looking for in your life that's a big part of who you are and then um when i see your sixth house um of like i say it's perfectionism but people say it's health sixth house is health but but i from like a Virgo energy, you have Uranus, Saturn, and Neptune in there. So that that's where all of your energy is if we're looking at planets. And you have it there in Capricorn. So it needs to be a very certain way for you too. Like the way you see things just ugh, drives you crazy if it's not a certain particular way. Um, Adani, are you okay? <laughs> oh yeah, the dogs are going off, so I just muted the... <laughs> <laughs> I was listening intently. I didn't know if your um, jaw was to the ground or what. <laughs> you, you see, it's not super to the ground because, like, I have friends in this space that, mm-hmm. you know, provide these things. Mm-hmm. So I, I always just kind of am at awe that somebody can just read you get, like that. Yeah, get okay. your birthday, your time of birth. Yeah. Um, and then look at Mercury and just, you know, tell you all about your life. That's, that's <laughs> um, I mean, there's different things we can look at, too. Like, I can look at this and tell you about 
your mother, your father, your children, your first wife, your second wife. I can see all of that on here. Whoa, second wife? I need yeah. a clarification here. Is it at the same time or will I be forced to get married? Um, that's that's kind of what happened. At once, because like, I need to prepare myself for that. <laughs> it is very possible. You have so your seventh house we were talking about earlier is like marriage, right? Um, and it's an Aquarius, and Aquarius are like super, like, we're, we're really weird people and out of the box. So it's possible that you might be polyamorous, it's possible that you might not even believe in marriage, but you might find a partner that works for you. But possible that you just have a really weird marriage period mm. yeah. Yeah. i could see it i could see it. Yeah, I could but see like it. if you I just if feel like there's so much of me to love that i, <laughs> I might leo I might leo oh yeah not to self not to self tell daniel listen around the 23 minute mark <laughs> <laughs> Some more. Let's, let's do right. this. We, we right. deep dive in here, you know, into me. 
<laughs> so with your rising sign in Capricorn, also with um, Uranus, Neptune, and Saturn in Capricorn, people probably see you as like the law-abiding citizen, the the person that like believes in like order, law, keeping everything together. Um, you know, good old Capricorn energy. Not everyone what? enjoys Capricorn energy. I've got to say, Capricorn. That's how people I'm, see you. I'm all about that. crime. <laughs> right? But it's like, where do you see justice? And where do you deliver um, justice? Because Capricorn is a karmic sign as well. I guess, yeah, I do believe in karma and that kind of stuff. You yeah. care a lot about fairness. Yeah, like, and I if do anytime care about somebody is wronged, he's like, Yes, like the the chill person goes into like super passionate mood, Fine. like yeah, yeah. It's got me again. <laughs> planets and stars. Hit him with another one, frame. <laughs> All right, so we're looking at your fourth house of home. You have okay. your sun. You have Venus. You have so you are an Aries. Wow, and you're married to a Taurus. How does that work? Magic. Uh, that's myself every day. Wow. Ah, so clear this with the ancestors. Right? <laughs> <laughs> like, bet you they wouldn't have signed off. <laughs> She'll see it in my chart. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. I, I took a look at Anushka's too. You have Sun, Mercury, and Venus, which means you have a stellium in your fourth house. That means there's going to be a lot of energy and focus in uh, matters of the home. Uh, like home, family, sometimes your mother, emotions. That's what fourth house is about. So. <laughs> you should see his face. He took the biggest sigh. <laughs> so Vinan is like very much like logic, facts, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah. But his mom is super emotional and he's always like, why? <laughs> <laughs> um, I see that your mom's also pretty intelligent as well, assuming she's the moon sign. Um she like knows how to talk knows how to talk yeah. a lot yeah that that would be your mother your father is kind of on the same aries um sign um maybe a homebody maybe living with you um type that's because the sun is in your fourth house that's possible um but i see that you need to have like a home that makes you feel good because venus is in there venus deals with beauty and maybe like communication is important in your home as well because mercury being there tells me that you know communication is part of your home life okay so there's a lot of energy there and then when i look at your sixth house remember i called sixth house like the the virgo <laughs> energy but it's also health and fitness uh, you got the moon there you got uh jupiter there which is kind of that's like that's where you want Jupiter to be, in my opinion. Where it's like when you tinker with stuff, when you tinker with health and fitness, um, that's good luck. And you also have Mars there, so you kind of you might be a good um, athlete, actually. If you've ever Wait, did you say shot. Virgo or did you mean Gemini? His you've been, you've been Gemini, but yeah. sixth house is like Virgo energy. So it's okay, like gotcha. um, but it also deals with health and fitness as well habits service like services given like you know just virgo loves to give you stuff kind of like that that's in gemini so i could be a good athlete that's what you, I'm hearing. you would be like maybe even like you but an athlete that's very researched because it is gemini is in there gemini is about communication it's about like 
intelligence. Um, and so when I see something like Mars and Jupiter in there, it's like very, you got a lot of strong energy there with good luck. Yeah. Well, uh, get back on my tennis game then. Better, you know. Could make it. <laughs> I mean, I, I could see it. I could see it that I am a good athlete. And, you know. <laughs> it makes sense. It makes sense. Um, is there like, any money in my chart? Like, you know. <laughs> just. Yeah. Capricorn speaking. <laughs> so, Vernon, looking at your chart. Your second house is personal money. Your eighth house opposes it directly. Yeah, they actually so that's how I can kind of tell like your money versus someone else's money. Okay. The second house is your money, eighth house, um, which opposes it. It it's in every chart that's the case. Um it's uh there's no planets in there, but it is your second house is Aquarius, so you might be making money in interesting out of the box ways, rebellious ways even. Um, and then you have eighth house, which is other people's money in Leo. Oh. Which tells maybe you're you might be kind of proud that you got money from other people. Who knows? <laughs> Did I get that money from a Leo? <laughs> hint, hint, cough, cough, a Danny. You know? <laughs> Oh, maybe. Well. <laughs> Anything's possible. Let me take that cash out right yeah. now. <laughs> but there's no like planet so in there, so I don't really have any hints past like that Leo light up the room energy. Okay. Um, that'd be me energy. So it might be someone who like, oh, maybe it is a Danny. <laughs> Could be. Maybe it is. But then when you guys, I, I don't know if you have your charts in front of you, but. Looking at Anushka's chart, that's why I um I had to message Anushka this morning. I was like, Anushka, have you looked at your chart? There's a lot of just binary and it's just chaos in there. Just like it's what not happened? chaos as much as like being pulled in so many like opposite directions for her. Mm-hmm. Yep, she woke like, up and chose violence. Wow. <laughs> right? Honestly, I have to agree with that one. <laughs> I mean, it makes sense, Anushka. You have Libra rising, right? It's like always about that binary for you. Okay, so with Anushka's chart, twelve houses, right? Twelve houses. Go through each house and tell us what's what. Going. Oh no. <laughs> You just want to expose me to the world? I mean, you can do it with mine, because she's done, you've done my first, my second, my fourth, and my sixth. Yeah. So, yeah, you can go through mine. I have no problem, you know? I, it's okay, it's okay. You know, you try and give the people, you know, content, let them know, you know, some of the things, you know, that could be going on, and, you know, how that, because I, I feel like all these things, in some way or another, they kind of, like, impact and maybe even, like, dictate your life and like the way you make decisions and stuff so i mean it's good to know these things i I guess i am i am curious before we read anushka yeah or life (laughs) um these skills right did you learn them on your own is there like a degree at university for like (laughs) just astrology and reading people's lives like so for me this a secret weapon used by the (laughs) weapon like tell me tell me like (laughs) 
<laughs> Vlad, is this you? Okay. Um, there's a, for me personally, it's a very interesting journey because I actually rejected a lot of this. Um, I have an atheist dad, but he has a very like Catholic, Hindu, Jewish upbringing, and my mom's side is like Islam and the Hinduism, but also Christian upbringing. So I just didn't care about it. I wasn't interested. Um, but as Anushka will tell you, our family overall is just very psychic, very into, um, I, I don't want to say like occult sciences, but just like into like researching it all, being part of community and part of community work, I feel as a Caribbean person deals with this. Um, but then I also went to school, I did anthropology and a, about like a quarter of what I learned about, I mean, thank you, York University for that, um, did deal with magic. And it did deal with um, learning how that, learning and understanding and unlearn, unlearning um, all these ideas that we've had about magic, the occult, um, voodoo, hoodoo, like all the santeria, like all these Caribbean practices, especially would be brought up in class and it made me learn a lot about like oh then why am i so afraid of like obia lady <laughs> <laughs> like we need to help obia lady because you know obia is like an individual practice and part yeah. of it is seeking justice mm-hmm. for the community or for the individual that is part of the community so i'm like why are we so afraid of them these these powerful women right not necessarily always women but yeah um so putting all of that together over like a very long period of my life um, is kind of like what gave me the background. But then I started doing free readings during um, the Black Lives Matter marches. I started doing it free for the Black community. um, And as a result, because Toronto is mostly Caribbean for the Caribbean community. And there seemed to be really be a niche for a fellow Caribbean person creating a safe decolonized space for people to just be. And I, that would be kind of the story of how I got into it. Cause I, I, I had no intention of, of doing this. Honestly, I really had no intention. That's cool. That's cool. Yeah. Um, have you ever like read someone and like, they just like, like the reading you just get like a bad vibe or something um or like it just doesn't sit right with you i guess if that's a better way of reading it yes and no i've had a few instances i've had instances where i've seen someone's chart before i met them and i i told them like hey i'm kind of afraid to read for you because i know that you're a vengeful person and they're like how did you know i'm like no it's in your chart so (laughs) i just want to make sure that like i don't like mess anything up or press a button because i know that you'll come for me okay Um, okay but I've had reading, like, there's there's certain people I won't read for until I know that they're really and truly ready because it does deal with a lot of, like, ego, right? And if your uh, ego is not able for, like, able to handle what I say. And I'm also, I'm just a very blunt reader. So if you're not ready to handle that type of energy, then I either I'm not the right person for you or you're just not ready to hear the truth okay. from, like, my perspective. Yeah, like anytime Primika has read for me, be it, you, you haven't really done my chart, but you've done tarot for me. And I'm like, 
locked up in my room in, in like my my office for a couple hours like ready to cry like okay bring it on my kid knew that <laughs> yeah I, I, you, you can't yeah. handle the truth <laughs> yeah yeah uh, yeah i think like i think there was a moment where like you didn't want to hear what i said one time the last time i did a reading for you and you were like you came back a couple days later you were like okay so i don't know why i was resisting <laughs> like, why <sighs> Story of my life. She always resists <laughs> every time. So I'm ready to be. I'm, I'm ready to be read though today. You know, I'll get my my card my card ready. You know. Oh, you see, want cards? See how the universe has oh, stuff for me. Are you are you ready? We'll need an intermission. Hey, look, I'm I'm very open to all of this. That's the thing. That's okay. Yeah, I think that's I, good. That's that's I'm so good. I'm open to things like. You know, you have to understand what's going on in the world, in the universe, the, the spirit realm, how all those things are connected. So, you know. Well, I mean, on top of that, we also have to understand, like, I don't know, she's going to whoop my ass for talking about this, but, like, we have to understand, like, the decolonial practices and embracing this part of ourselves is, like, resistance to mm. the white supremacy that is, like, everything, the capitalism, all of that. Yes. Yes, yes. <laughs> Yes. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> You're speaking to a Danny right now. <laughs> I, I've actually started researching on like traditional religious practices from the sides of the world that we like come from. Mm-hmm. Like if we had not been um, forced to okay. our hands to um, mm. grow cotton then you know like what would we be practicing if we had stayed on the motherland kind of deal okay okay yeah yeah I'm, a, a lot of christians swear africa's had christianity for them okay okay let's talk africa. about that let us talk about that okay you know okay so i find it so interesting that we reject voodoo mm-hmm. but voodoo prays or utilizes an abrahamic the abrahamic god and you can be Christian and still practice voodoo. So I live. <laughs> and so I find that, like, it's so crazy to me that everyone thinks that it's, like, devil worship. But I'm like, it's it's utilizing the, the Abrahamic God. Like, the same Abrahamic God in Judaism, Islam, and Christianity. So why are we treating it like it's evil? I, I guess because it's been 400 years of other people well, I- telling us that. This is bad. Well, yeah. it's, it's other Ex- people who don't understand it. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And it's like and a lot of people didn't even know. Want you to do it. <laughs> well, well, and a lot right. of people, even if they were interested, like in exploring it to to understand and even know like where to go and like how do I even like understand this and research this for myself, right? I, I think mm-hmm. that's a problem for a lot of younger people now, like. I, I understand that something else is out there. How do I get to it? <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and it it even applies to, like, looking at, like, popular forms of witchcraft and, like, looking at like, Gerald Gardner, who's, like, the father of, like, popular witchcraft. And, like, well, he was also, like, a, I'm not going to say he was the best anthropologist. He was an amateur anthropologist. But, like, what did anthropologists do best during the colonial era? They made things look really bad so that they could further their own agenda. 
So there you go, guys. We gotta like keep de- decolonial, deco- decolonize these practices, right? Um, he uses he uses a lot of like Hindu practices, but he never <laughs> mentions Hinduism. He also grew up in like Sri Lanka, so yeah. Well, and I mean, it's a combination of decolonializing and like taking back what's yours from the appropriators, right? Yes, which is very hard to do. I think we were mentioning like uh, White Sage earlier mm-hmm. today um, and how, you know, it's, it's becoming extinct, but we have traditional indigenous people, like like farmers, traditional farming happening amongst the traditional, oh my God, why am I saying traditional sometimes? Sorry. We're having that happen amongst like indigenous groups who are growing their own White Sage. Why can't we support them? Mm. Um, and they use they use it for particular types of prayer, and so us just taking <laughs> taking more just like adds to like the colonial settler um, practices that we should really try to avoid or be aware of and vigilant of. Okay, guys. So, so we want to Anushka now. We, 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 we. Uh, yeah, let me pull up Anushka. So Anushka. Hi. <laughs> oh Anushka. Did you hear that did you hear that witch laugh? <laughs> the the traditional uh, the the family laugh. If you heard Anushka laugh, she's got it too. Um <laughs> <laughs> so we have a focus on the fourth house and directly opposing it is the 10th house. So tell me how your private life versus your public life has been heckling you. Just <laughs> making you suffer, girl. <laughs> Wait, um, you didn't ask the guy's questions. Why do I get, you know, grilled? <laughs> I mean, sure, 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 but what's my question? I'm more advanced. Right? Yeah. 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 Your head of us, we we just uh, get dip into the you know the yeah, pool. You're in the deep that. end. <laughs> you swimming laps around. Okay, us. okay. So I'm going to dive boots, <laughs> right? So, also, all right, <laughs> all right. So all right, I have my sun and moon in Taurus and my rising in Libra. Um, yeah. out of those things, are those as important as the opposition that I have in Cancer and Capricorn? Mm, that is a really good question i would say if you want to know about your destiny i would look at that opposition between capricorn and cancer because i have the north and south nodes in those if you want to like know thyself know how the world kind of interprets you i would look at that rising sign i would look at the sun and moon but then i would also consider the 10th house as well 10th house is like public um which, which goes back to that that whole opposition thing as well. Yes. And then, like, you know, you're north and south. No, naturally, those um, oppose each other, right? One thing you're you're gearing towards, too. That's your destiny is the north node. And then the other one, yeah. what you need okay. to look at, south node. So sun, moon, and rising is identity, right? So if you know yourself and know or don't care, like, how other or are okay with how people view you, leave that alone it is what it is right yeah. okay. so cancer and capricorn in each of those i have i don't want to say planets because there are also things in there that i don't know like you see mc i see yeah, what is that, that 
you have like Chiron, you have your Midheaven, you have your South Node. Uh, but if you just want to look at planets, like very interesting that you have that. All yeah. So so right? so just for everyone who's listening, Cancer and Capricorn are opposite um, signs, right? And the houses that they're in for me are the opposite as well, right? Mm-hmm. So. So my Capricorn is in the Cancer house. Yes. And my Okay, your Cancer is can I say which house? Yeah, yeah. Okay. So your Cancer is in your 10th house. Public. Yeah. Public, that's your career. And then opposing that is the 4th house of private life, the home, and you have a lot of Yeah, but isn't the 4th house related to Cancer and the 10th house related it, to Cap? Yes. If you're referring to that, yeah. Like if you were saying like yeah, that's energy, I mean. then yes. Yeah, so my my Capricorn is in the Cancer house. Cancer, yes. And that would mean yeah. that you are it So it's like opposite. even it's like even extra opposition. Yes. Yeah. So for me, that would mean okay, so if I have Capricorn in that Cancer fourth house of like home and stuff, does that mean like I'd want more um structure like alignment like these kinds of things in like home life yeah i would actually look at the planets in there as well but it's like yeah you you might need more structure you mean you might have like a because capricorn is karmic you might already have some karma when it comes to your home that you have to kind of with and when i see something like uranus in there you probably do have to like shake up your ideas of what home is but doing that with a capricorn is like oh not mm-hmm. fun right um and then you have neptune in there so you have like kind of like an idea already of what the perfect home is for you or what your private life should be and then you have your north node so it's like what are you gearing towards and is north what's what's the difference between north node and south node one of them is like your destiny and the other, other than, is yeah. so your north node is yeah i would say your destiny the things that you need to learn to what you're supposed to do in this life I guess you could say but yeah destiny but then your south node is like things that you might have done in a previous life like it's a chapter that you've already done let it go okay like appreciate it for what it is you have that skill already let it go but even like so I guess with them being opposed Mm -hmm. is it that I should focus more on home than public life because I would say yes, but I see that you have uh Mars in Mars Cancer, in Cancer. So you probably yeah. won't or it'll be a really big fight for you to to kind of let go of that. But that to me that tells me like where's your success supposed to be? It's supposed to be at home or your private life. That is where you will find happiness, right? And I think at the end of the day maybe we all kind of realized at the end no, of the day. No, not mean quit your job and just become a yoga teacher (laughs) no but it might mean because her 10th house is in cancer it might mean that she works from home anyways because cancer Um, this is really interesting so i'm I'm listening to this i'm like trying to process it all like okay (laughs) well and to go back to the question of um like linen and i or whatever right Mm -hmm. both of us have mercury and aries is that favorable? 
because we would communicate in the same kind of way. Yeah, you would, but that doesn't necessarily mean that it, that it it works in every instant, right? Like, how do you guys communicate? Like with Aries, that's like fire, right? So you're putting it like you're putting a planet of communication in like a fire sign. So like, are you guys always yelling at each other, or are you? Like, and Annie, <laughs> I, look, I look a scorch too. Yeah. <laughs> wow, <laughs> that's yep, yep. <laughs> is that actually how it is? You got. That's often communication. <laughs> no, wow. that, that is not how it works. Well, like, Anushka, it's in your seventh house of marriage, too. That's what I'm saying. That's why I'm like, oh, Aries, in my seventh house of marriage is Aries, so I needed to marry an Aries, right? And I married Yeah, you were, that means you're first. No, 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 no. That's okay. Ah. No, 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 no. Not That's quite. Not quite. Not quite. Boy. <laughs> I just... I needed to marry an Aries and you're a processing available. Like. Um, what it means is that you're first married. So I go by like seventh house is the first. Oh shit, then and don't die. That's why I said like I could kind of see like like what your kids would be like and like how many like so I, I can look at that as well. But it's like your first house, uh sorry, your first marriage hold is going to be on, someone to Aries. It could be indefinite. It could be an indefinite amount. So we're talking about 25 children. No. Uh, <laughs> I well, don't want to do the number now. Since we're here. <laughs> oh my God. I can keep... Well, the thing is, it's in a circle, right? So it's infinite. Okay. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> that, that baby making don't stop. <laughs> like, what I do is like... So I, I do have clients who have married multiple times. So I would look at like... So their first marriage would be the seventh house the second marriage would be the ninth house so i would ask them about like that marriage and see if that's okay. more accurate so, so it, it, and it just keeps going in the circle right well anushka <laughs> i think anushka is going to be stuck in this marriage for a very long time or <laughs> vice versa because i think you guys I think you guys are just going to be so, like, fiery about it. They're like, no, you're not going anywhere. It's like, <laughs> I I I like one of them, like, get over here. Like, <laughs> Here's the thing. A younger villain would have communicated that way. I don't think I communicate the fiery Aries way anymore. I tend to... Not as often. much, yeah. I tend to let her say her piece... And I listen, and then I leave for a bit to regroup and think, and then I come back and I speak. But I, I don't think I am as Aries as I was before. Then I will be sitting on the couch. Minding <laughs> my, We're just airing out all the dirty laundry. Minding my own business, and even just how he'll communicate. What you doing there? <laughs> no, like, oh my God. <laughs> Anushka has this like, I don't know, mental thing where it's like, like you talk to her and she thinks you are attacking her. And I, like one day I was like, yo, like, like, did you have to react that way? Like, I said nothing like <laughs> and the thing is, if, you're, if you're doing that at home, Anushka will probably like try to like kill you um because in her home life it's like neptune deception like she probably takes all the stuff like so personally that she will and with that capricorn energy like if a capricorn's mad at you that's it it's over do you take things personally in at home yes yes, yes. At, at, work, at work not at all 
No, 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 not at work. At, at home. I'm looking at, like, the fourth house here. Okay, so maybe I do still speak like an Aries. Uh, yeah, you uh, do. <laughs> you speak very I'm passionately. <laughs> I do. When you say it that way, it is true. I do speak very passionately about things that I am passionate about. If I don't care about something... He will say nothing. It will just be... <laughs> Hell on the couch doesn't bother me anymore. <laughs> but now, I don't... I feel like... So, okay. So, Adani's was pretty clear in kind of dealing... Like, understanding his Leo self and, like, Virgo, like, ten- tendencies and having <laughs> a, poly, a poly... Or it could be that you marry one woman with multiple personalities. Ooh. I know, I would that's say that's deep. more of, like, a Gemini thing. <laughs> <laughs> and then Vernon's, you said, was, like, health, home, and... Uh, like, Virgo, perfectionism tendencies... Health and then kind of thing. I, I wouldn't mind having my money um house. Oh, well well before you go there, just because we're on mine and we can hop back to yours. Oh, um, wow. <laughs> no no no, but the the it, when Vernon didn't have anything in his personal per, no Listen, listen, he didn't have anything in his um second was it second house? Second house. Second and A. But I have stuff about people's money in <laughs> Yeah. Is that what's happening here? <laughs> oh, God. Um, this is why I said, don't let all your... So, Anushka has... <laughs> Second house. Anushka has all my money. No, Scar- Anushka don't want nobody to know about her money business, first of all, um, <laughs> because that's in her second house. And on top of that, she has Pluto in there, too. So, like, she could even dabble in some, like, taboo shit as well. Um, uh-huh. Sorry for my language. Um, and then in the eighth house, remember how I said, like, sun and moon deal with, like, your mom and dad? Mm-hmm. And it's also there in Taurus. Um, that's what's opposing her. So she might have... Um, inheritance from her parents. Um, mm. And she might also just be really chill with people just giving her money. I'm down with that. Yeah, like just really <laughs> chill with it. She's just, just like right. expectant of that. Like, um, like it's the com- it's comfortable for her. Um, she, she's not someone that feels uncomfortable with like someone giving her money. If she's like, you're giving me money? All right. So I like, here's the perfect. The way she takes mine, yeah. Here's <laughs> the perfect example, right? So we did, and I mean, we spoke about it, so it wasn't a big deal. We did a photography job for a family member recently, and we were okay doing it for free, but they were like insisting on paying us, and I was, Glennon was like, absolutely not. This is a gift, whatever, whatever, and I'm like, I mean, if you want to. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I mean, now that I think about it, that's something I want to buy, so I'm going to need that money. <laughs> Which is why he needs to give me his money, so I can be like, yes, we can receive from everybody. Yeah, like I see, like, for for Vernon, I see, like, you might spend your money or buy really weird things that, like, maybe in a I do. Why? Because that's Aquarius, right? But then, like, 
I see, like, when you were like, oh, like, save your money. This is a gift. Like, you're so proud about it. <laughs> That's your Leo house. That's the eighth house. Like, no. Yeah, uh, and then. Proudly uh, rejecting this money. <laughs> and then what's Adani for money? So, like, Adani's all about, like, making, like, his own through and through. He's all about his own money. But at the same time, your eighth house, other people's money, is in Pisces. Which, like... It's maybe, kind of spiritual, no? It's, it's not even spiritual. It's, like, also dreaming, too. It's, like, maybe yeah. a daddy, like, thinks about, like, what is it like to have as much money as, like, this celebrity? Like, mm. what would it That's be like? That's He's always talking about... um, Who is it? Is it Bezos? Jeff Bezos. <laughs> <laughs> like, I what would it be like to have that? much. That's what I was going to say. I was like, uh, eighth house in Taurus over here. There's no such thing as too much money if someone else has given it to you. Hey, yeah, tax if free. I had money, <laughs> if I had Jeff Bezos money, I'd probably give a lot of it away. Not like just rain money down on people, but like, hey, you need a grant? You need a grant? You need a grant? You need a grant? like then you'd be like um like like new york <laughs> like, like like the community would be so fancy like oh my gosh <laughs> See, so so you, like, you think about that like you think about other people's money or like what it's like that you daydream about it maybe like if i had a million dollars because i won the lottery kind of thing but like yeah, how would I help? Wow. Okay. How would I? I don't even. I don't even. I don't even think about that. Like I don't even know what I would do. Especially since like we gave stuff away to the needy like over Christmas, so it was just like like damn. Like I wish I had more money so I could do more. In yeah, the like you, kind of thing. Yeah. yeah, and that's the thing because your second house is in Virgo, which remember how I was saying it is kind of like a gifts thing. Like they like Virgos love giving to people, and so I can definitely see that. But I see that you're you're very much about your money, and like it has to be in a very particular way, um, in, and it has to be enriching into your life. It has to add to your life. Like you want your money to mean something. Yes, very much so. So, what do our charts say about? First, with regards to family. Uh, family in what way? I mean, just anything you can see about it. Yeah, so what? I already said, like, I can kind of see what your parents are like. I can see what your first child would be like. Your home life, I guess, would be family. So that would be the fourth house. And I think. Yeah, that's what we just spoke about. Yeah, okay, you're, okay. all y'all have kind of something in your fourth house. Like, and Danny, you kind of have, you have Scorpio and Pluto in there. So. Pluto? Pluto, yeah. I thought Pluto wasn't important. Pluto is <laughs> Pluto is like secretive. It's like yeah, it is transformational. It's generational. Um, so like maybe you take a little bit of pride in like the generations of your family, but like you kind of keep that to yourself because it's Scorpio. And you're but at the same time you're very intense with your family. Intense Scorpio energy. Yeah. That's, that's but yeah. Right. That's I'm trying to figure out what else I want to know. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me about health and stuff, already. Oh my I'm gosh! Used to be a healthy person. Could I be an athlete like Vernon? I'm curious. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if you. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Right? I'm still taking about an athlete. Like what? Okay. You. you... I think you would love the idea of being um, 
see rippling abs like um, athlete, but I can tell that you kind of have a history of struggling with that. Oh, no. Um, where you you're like, oh, I put in the work and I do see the work, but uh, let me just nap this time through a quick time. Uh, uh, you just... have Capricorn in that house, um, sixth house. So, and you have Saturn there to boot. So, like, it's very karmic. So, what you put in, you get out. If you're not putting anything, you don't get anything. All I mean is, is that I need to get on my workout shit, and then I'll be like amazing. Cool, so. Yeah, you would be the type probably to research like very deeply into the type of um, theory of the exercise or something to make it more beneficial to you. Okay, that actually that yeah that hundred percent sounds like me. And I'm just like, can we just go? Like, we don't need to be taking all these supplements from no, it's because (laughs) because like in that house is Gemini, and so. Gemini is like the deep researcher, the rabbit hole kind of people. Like you just need to learn about everything. But you have Jupiter there as well, so which tells me that you're kind of doing the right thing when you do that. It's oh my god! <laughs> so, so if I have Thanks. if I have Pisces in that house, that just means I dream about being healthy and it never happens. <laughs> yeah, you really don't have wow. much Pisces. I think yeah, yeah. I think what it is is like you idealize something. Like, you have an ideal, like, workout routine type of, like, person you want to be. And I think it also deals with spirituality. So you will be, yeah. like, tying your – oh, that makes sense with your yoga. Yoga, yeah. Yeah. But, like, you probably need to go deeper than the typical, like, yoga bob kind of stuff. Yeah. Sorry, yoga bob. I don't care. <laughs> well, I look like I care. <laughs> So, I'm resisting so hard to say, like, ha, I told you so, because I know I've said this already, but I'm just trying to be a supportive husband, you know, she's on her journey, she'll get where she's going. Yeah, I think, like, her, part of her water. spiritual journey is through fitness. Sorry, you, you were saying? Now, since I'm just trying to do more than yoga, that's all we see. <laughs> oh, Wait, what are you saying? I need to do what? More than yoga. No, she's saying deeper into it, like yeah, not I, the, I, not like, just from a physical body, like. No, standpoint. it has to like like set your soul on fire, kind of thing. Like it has to feel good, like in your soul. Um, it has to like feed your spirit on top of like taking care of your body. Okay. Yeah. That makes so much sense. Yeah, I would say that you're on the right path, then, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um. My girls, feed your spirit. miracle girl bro made a miracle girl um all right so for those of us um those of you guys listening i um hope this i know we were kind of all over the place talking about um as from an individual yeah uh, sorry about that noise (laughs) an individual perspective but um, I hope that there was something to take away in terms of you maybe understanding the different um, houses and planets and how that would work for your chart. Um, there are like different like tools online where you could pull your chart, but also if you want to follow Premika, because I don't want to like miss that opportunity for people to follow her on Instagram at Powerpuff Prime. 
um, and reach out. Really <laughs> firm, Wow. wow. I was it, not expecting that. I know, but what happened was I wanted it to be so um my nickname praying means love and what I wanted it to be was power of praying. So it's like the power of love. Uh, but okay. some like stupid ass went and took that. Um <laughs> So I I was stuck with like I had to figure out something else and I was like I don't want people to think that I'm taking myself so seriously with this either and okay. that, that this space is like serious ugh, doomsday and stuff like that like I was I was like come in and just have fun Powerpuff frame you know like a Powerpuff girl you know come in here yeah I, I feel like everyone should go here what why name myself ball guy visuals like yeah. <laughs> it's serious but it's not that serious. Like, <laughs> and then like i mean even like the pictures i post like it's i love having fun like just editing the pictures and just like having fun with that and then like the message might be a little more serious underneath it okay so everyone go visit her and you know hit her up and get a reading then i think everyone should get a reading then now you know just you know understand the intricacy of your you know your <laughs> your life your your signs your houses all these things in 2021 Maybe- yeah, no, seriously, because maybe you know, like maybe you have you have a lot going on in your life, and you wonder, like, why does this keep happening to me? Blah blah. blah. And then you get there, and you're like, oh, it all makes sense. Or I need to, you know, let go of something, and you know. You're, so you're about to make a big decision. You're about to get somebody pregnant. You know. Oh, so whoa. Find out. Find out. What is up with you? I'm like. Apparently, talking- <laughs> I have to make all my big purchases before January 50th. So. Just for this cycle, that everything changes. I know. I'm going to hit it up after the cycle to find out when is it safe <laughs> and when it's not safe for me again. You know, I, I need to know. Buy that card next week, my bro. Buy that That's card. what I'm thinking, bro. <laughs> <laughs> um, so that was astrology, right? Okay, but Frame okay. uh, also does tarot, and tarot is something that is, you know, like has become more, I guess, I don't want to say popularized, but like that's the word that's coming up for me. Yeah. Um. I mean, I think people doing tarot on OnlyFans, so it's it's very mainstream right now. Yeah, <laughs> right? yeah. Like I very feel like mainstream. everywhere you turn, like there's something you know like that. Guys, I think. Uh-huh. Anushka was watching a YouTube video of a lady pulling people's pulling like it signs cards, and I was like, oh, okay, you know, let me go with this. So they have to stay for Aries for you know. For this mind and whatnot, I need to do that again. You know? <laughs> I don't know what this lady has to say. <laughs> but I guess, like, even with these things, and Prem kind of guide us, right? Um, how do you know, even with astrology or tarot, like, how do you know, like, who to trust or what to trust, and that is going to be accurate for yeah. you, and that you like, like what energy, like, exposing your energy, like, to something uh, or. I- I do agree. I think that is really important to know kind of who, who you're going to. Um, and there's no telling. Mm-hmm. There really is no telling. Unless you you also are psychic. Um, there's, no, <laughs> there's no way to know. Like, but if I'm psychic, I wouldn't need them. <laughs> but I, I mean, aren't all of us psychic? Oh, yeah. I, I just blocked. I, I, I see. I think um, I, there was a, one of the cousins who was saying, like, I just, I just think that all of the women in our family are just psychic. Um, 
I just kind of looked at her and I was like, okay, all right. <laughs> um, um, but it wasn't Anushka. <laughs> um, it, I, when you're looking for someone to read, I think you, your gut will know. Mm. I honestly think your gut will know because even for me, I try to avoid reading for people that my gut is just like danger, danger, danger. Like there's a, like your gut is an instinct for a reason, right? Okay. Yeah. Um, and you might not know that. And you have to be aware of like, how are they advertising? Is this something you agree with? Um, like, would you want to go to a reader who kind of appropriates, like, like, how would you know that unless you like kind of check their Instagram and see the kind of videos that they, they post, like, what are the discussions that they're having? Um, so it, you, you do have the general vibe they're giving off. Yeah. And like, some people just like the aesthetics, right? Mm -hmm. That doesn't mean that they're, they're here for hire or here for work. Some people just like the aesthetics um, of what they're doing. But I know that a lot of people uh, appropriate voodoo and get readings from people who don't have the ancestry to do it um, or never even had a reading done. So I have another question. Um, how, so there are a lot of people who also like operate by the moon, right? And moon cycles and whatever, uh, right? You know, full moons, new moons, you know, whatever, right? Um, but in addition to that, how often should somebody get a reading? Oh, that is... Like, is there, you know, because like sometimes I feel like okay, I have a reading, like, I'm good for, like, a while, <laughs> you yeah, know? Sure but I but I time. also have a tarot deck myself, and sometimes I just, on my own intuition, will pull cards for myself, right? Yes. But, like, is there a too much kind of oh, thing? And to add on to Anushka's question, is it, like, bad, like, if you have having multiple people doing readings for you mm. type of thing? Okay, so this is a two-part answer then. So, yes. to address Anushka frequency yeah frequency it again I mean I like to think that people go on their gut but a lot of the times that's not always the case because I have people coming back like every three days and like I need another reading like but you're you're getting the same answer over and over again I don't know what else to tell you um but I would just say like if you want to do once a year and just get an in-depth reading and see where the planets are Go do that. Um, if you are feeling very unsettled, get it. Okay, now let me let me be very careful with how I say this. Get a chakra reading, but get it done by someone who knows what they're talking about when it comes to chakras. Um, like I give uh, most some of my cousins like chakra readings, like whenever they need it, and they come when they're feeling something is not right. Um, I mean, Anushka, you can tell me how often you come for a chakra reading, like once every couple months three months uh i think it was like something between like three to six yeah but i feel good so i'm okay (laughs) um and like i mean chakra system is its own yeah that's a whole other that's that's a whole whole thing that people just like it's not the seven chakras in the way that people think it's it's completely anyways um (laughs) but but that's where so for frequency it's like Follow your intuition, but also, but also it's like, take the, take and work with the message of what came out of the reading before you go look for another reading. Yes. 
Um, right. Not to address Vernon's question, it would be more of like a, if you were getting like five different people reading for you and they're really good at what they do, you will get the same answer same thing. over and over and over and over and okay. over and over. So and there's over. no no chance of that like messing with your energy, I guess. If if you know, um, that's it will what mess with it. your energy if you become obsessed with it. If you're looking for another oh, answer, like okay. kind of like self corruption, I guess through obsession. Okay. But like no no. Like, healer, especially, like, in West Indian culture, like, has bad intention. Like, if you're a practitioner, like, you you know better, right? Because you have to pay a price if you're doing yeah. psych things. So I, would, I wouldn't be worried about that. I would say find someone you feel very comfortable with and someone that is on the same wavelength as you, vibes really well with you, and, like, see how it goes. So, in the case of, like, Anushka asking you about, like, frequency, um, can that hurt the reader themselves, like, doing too many readings? Yeah, so it's, like, it would be the same thing, right? So, if you're doing too many readings, you're, like, what do you, why are you getting the readings done? Is it for the same answer? Like, you, like, you really want to... No, no, I mean, like, giving, the, like, giving, the person, like, you, reading. like, if oh, like, you were you, doing, like, yeah, mad oh. readings for people, that could... I, yes. I'm assuming that that can hurt you, like, I guess, like, drain your energy. Yes, you need to be very grounded. Oh, yes. uh, yeah, you do need to be very... So what I do, like, even before I did this, because I didn't know what we'd be doing today, I eat a really big meal, because even after one reading, I'm dead. Okay. And as we're sitting here, I'm starving. Um, but, I and I don't really know why that happens. I guess because you're using a lot of brain power, and you're, like, looking at these charts, and... It's fun. Um, but if you're doing so around the time, like when we were doing all the BLM reading stuff, like I was doing all of that for free because I just wanted a safe space for community to exist and just have fun and lighten up. But I was getting so tired. Um, so I had to space it out better because I was doing like 10 a day and I was meeting all these new people and it's all these different energies that you're interacting with. And I had no way to kind of like calibrate and recalibrate after all of that um so i got a little bit better at dealing okay. with that um and i i do i personally like doing a whole bunch in a day and then having like a few days off ah okay okay give you so, time to recharge yeah or like if i'm gonna have to do one reading in a day if i have to do it it's gonna be at a time that serves me better okay because you want the best right <laughs> <laughs> yeah you, you want to read that the tip top yeah. yeah exactly so i would say like go in and like respect the reader treat them kindly um and just be open i have a very important question oh god okay after you have read what is your favorite meal oh i have so many meals it depends on what's in the house uh because i listen <laughs> <laughs> uh because so i eat at home and so everything that I make is cooked by me and so it's generally going to be pretty healthy anyways um, but you know I'm a West Indian vegan so I'm a hookah flavor um, <laughs> I'm but if I'm like if I had to start reading it'd be ice cream <laughs> like you would finish your day with ice cream right oh, yeah. so you would, oh, you would yeah. treat yourself well yeah that would make sense like my my crutch is like instant ramen, like really good quality, like Korean brand. Really? Yeah, I'm not talking about like Mr. Noodles. I'm talking about like the Korean Samyang. Like that's like my no, good stuff. 
<laughs> that's my crack. <laughs> well, we need to um, look it up and just send you a big like box of. <laughs> yeah, if you want free readings forever, just send me like um, yeah, Brian like noodles because they're all vegan. Well, for the most part. <laughs> my sister loves instant noodles. I don't know why. Oh, it's so good, man! It's like if you eat by texture, it's it's the shit. <laughs> Well, um, do you guys have any more questions? Um, one more question. <laughs> um, so, like, as a reader, right, you do readings for yourself. Have you ever, like, done a reading and, like, seen something that you didn't like for yourself? And, like, <laughs> like how do you react at that point? Do you, like, go about, like, trying to change it? Or do you, you do, just like, Anushka and just I, 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 I feel like this was between me, Anushka, and Anushka's sister. This is a running joke between all three of us. Like we're just like always like coming towards each other and be like, Can you just, is this is this what I need to do? <laughs> and you're just like and you like go, you like sulk and you're like, I don't wanna do this. Yeah, so I I always here's the thing. So I never thought I would be such a vocal activist. I never thought I'd be doing the work in activism, but like my chart very much says shut the hell up and like work for the people do stuff for the people um and i just like like i had that that moment especially like in the beginning of the pandemic where my career was very much affected and i was at home and i couldn't do anything where i was just like well what about me like <laughs> like I, I but me like what what about me like i want to do stuff for me i don't really want to do stuff for other people yet like i want to live my life and then do stuff for the people that was not the case, <laughs> but I'm I'm happier and more satisfied where I am now. Okay. But a lot of unlearning happened, but yeah, like pulling a card for me, like I remember I was trying to buy a house, like recently, like a couple weeks ago, and I was like, oh, am I gonna get this house? And I was looking at the tarot cards, I'm like, oh yeah, I'm gonna get this house, and I never got the house. So <laughs> I have no idea what happened with that reading, but I also struggle reading for myself because generally. Oh. Yeah. yeah, a lot of readers will tell you that reading for yourself is a little bit difficult because your ego comes in the way, right? Like, I wanted okay. that, I wanted that house so badly that, like, I would have read the cards. I was like, no, this is wrong. <laughs> right? Yeah, I, I've heard a lot of that, that once a reader can find another good reader for themselves, they, like, crave it, you know? Yeah, so they're like, yeah, yeah, like, I gave my chart to Ashwini because I was just like, Ashwini tell me what my career is supposed to be because I'm doing something <laughs> wrong. <laughs> so if anyone's wondering, Anushka's sister is actually really good at reading charts. Okay. So if you're looking for that local St. Lucian. Yeah, if you're looking for <laughs> another one that, 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 that can do that, I would say. Sorry, Ashwin, you don't have a choice. I'm. <laughs> <laughs> this is your commercial right now. She's very good. But she's like, She's also like me. If you don't like it blunt, mm -hmm. you, you probably don't want to come to us. <laughs> now, can you, like, you know, in the doctor profession, you can't, like, medicate yourself. Can you read yourself very well, like, in terms of, like, what you see is what you'll get? Or I are you biased? I am very much biased when it comes to tarot readings. Um, but when it comes to the, the chart, I guess it's so solid that I can't interpret it any other way. Okay. 
Um, so it's easier for me to do a natal chart versus like cards versus like other types of divination. I would, I tr I've tried. It's not easy to do it for yourself. Okay. Yeah. But I know you guys had a question about the moon. Um, well, this has like, some stuff with the moon too. Like you were reading a book about the moon or something. Um, well, for the majority of last year, I was working with the different energy of the different moons. So, mm -hmm. like, it was a kind of like a journey last year for me of exploring the different signs. So, kind of every new moon, I would work with the energy of that sign for myself oh. in my life and explore what um where it was in my chart mm, yes kind of sort of thing so that's how i kind of started to explore like the different energy of the signs in that season mm. and then within myself but i kind of stopped in december and new moon and capricorn just happened and i'm kind of like eh. and now you're telling me i have all this cap stuff which i already knew yeah. and i'm kind of like oh <laughs> you're like, yeah. I mean, people use it like the new moon for intention setting, but right. I mean, I have my own ideas about the moon because it's like the sun is always there, even when the sun is not on in the sky. The moon, yeah. therefore, the moon is always there. And I know that um, some practitioners of um, witchcraft who use the moon will also say the same thing. Like, they don't need to wait for a full moon to make what is it, moon water? Like, you don't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, the moon is always out. Yeah, for me, um, the working with the new moon stuff was helpful because I do personally feel a connection with the moon. So like a lot of the times when I'm just carrying on with my day or whatever, it has happened that I feel as if someone is watching me and then I look and it's the moon. Mm. So, yeah. And then I, I guess the with my sun and moon in Taurus and I think the moon is exalted in Taurus or something like that so I just yeah, right kind of yeah. <laughs> I just kind of go with that but that's just what I've done in the past. Uh, yeah I, I would say for anyone who's interested in working with the moon like it's always there do your thing mm -hmm. and like don't be one of those people I know there's a lot of people who are like oh my flow is happening with the new moon but there's that, that's also very problematic um, so just flow freely my dear friends with uterus. uterus. Wait, wait, what do you mean it's problem? Why, why is it problematic? Because not every woman has a uterus. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, so, like, when, it, you tie it, that, when you tie that to spirituality, it's like, oh, well, I'm aligned with the moon. And it's like, there's women who don't have uterus who are just like, shut the fuck up. Yeah, well, that, I mean, candidly, whatever, see. that did happen to me last year. Like, I used to get it on the new moon and there's nothing wrong with that that is yeah. there's nothing wrong with that but it doesn't work that way for other people because yeah that's why i was like what's wrong i was like what's wrong with it <laughs> no, no, no. i'm not saying there's anything wrong but like i think that like there's so many people who like insinuate like i'm a real practitioner of magic oh, and, because like, that happens up, yeah, and it's just yeah. like um okay and your point is like yeah i know what you mean do you want a candy for that? Like, okay. Like, <laughs> I also wake up when the sun comes out. What's <laughs> <laughs> a candy? Oh, that's awesome. Well, Prim, thank you, thank you, thank you so much for joining us today and sharing all those nuggets. Um, 
I do believe that even if we've exposed all of this information about ourselves, that we are protected. <laughs> nobody knows anything about me. You could have heard all of that. That don't mean they know shit about me. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you that right now. So. I when I get the OBA protection, you know. Then. The OBA protection plan. Yeah. Everyone find your nanny, find your auntie, and like see what they can do to protect you. <laughs> My friend is like so into this stuff. Like she, she had so many dream catcher books and just astrology books. Like, she doesn't do it as much now, but yeah. back in the day, oh, she had, like, a, a bookcase of this stuff, like. <laughs> nice. And, and, you know, it opens up, it opens you up to so many fun experiences. Like, I, I think I've told Anushka this, but I've had so many paranormal experiences, but it's, like, so fun. So fun. Every day is something new. And this is good paranormal and not, you know. Oh, I've had some scary ones. I had some ah. scary ones. We'll save that for your Halloween episode. <laughs> Yay! Uh, sending you a calendar invite for October. <laughs> yeah, this has been very informative. Um, and thank you for the charts. No I saw mine online and it looks very <laughs> detailed. I will have to read some more about it. <laughs> Well, guys, um, it's been another episode of the Caribbean Millennials Podcast. Um, thank you for being on here for us today, Premika. We'll have you back soon, I assume, at some point. But like I said, been another episode, guys. We are out. <laughs> <laughs>